Get ready, you're about to enter the Renzo Republic. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to the one, the only Remstar Republic podcast. Tip of the hat to the Self-Defense Radio Network, Liberty Radio Network, and Player FM. You guys rock. All our other networks rock too, but I just want to give a special shout out to those three today. I'm your host as always, Remso W. Martinez, coming to you from the great Commonwealth of Virginia, broadcasting you coast to coast. As always, bringing you the best things in entertainment and media from a Liberty perspective. This week, we're going to kind of pivot onto something that might not necessarily pop up on your radar, but it is something that <laughs> I I kind of I kind of like watching train wrecks, folk folks. I'm I'm not gonna lie, I, I like kind of watching something erupt. It's, I mean, when it's not like you know something terrible like Syria, but I like just kind of watching things like tear themselves apart. Sometimes I mean, I guess it's just generally something found in human nature. But um, for this, it's a little bit closer to home. As those of you who have been listening to a while know, I have a hobby outside of just ranting and complaining about politics. I am a giant, giant comic nerd. I've been collecting since I was a kid. And uh, this has always been something that's been a little bit close to my heart because over the past five, six, seven, eight, nine years, actually, no, I'm going to say the past decade, going back way to 2007, I've been seeing a pretty ridiculous trend that is alienating readers and viewers like myself, like myself. Um, it is a problem with comic book companies trying to stay up with the mainstream. They're trying to, you know, rebrand themselves and stay relevant and get newer people to come in. And it goes farther than just, you know, gender swapping characters. It's completely changing, you know, a character's mythos, a character's origin. It, it's, it's more than just entertainment because when you look at characters like Captain America, Batman, Superman, stuff like that, you can't really mess with them because they're so ingrained in American culture. I mean, just remember the outrage of Ghostbusters about a year ago. Ridiculous stuff, ridiculous stuff. But I want to go ahead and talk a little bit more about this, but I want to bring in kind of someone who's a little bit more in depth in this world than I am. She's the cosplaying queen. You know her as the one, the only AZ power girl, Kara Nicole Trujillo. Kara, how's it going? It is great. How are you doing? I'm doing great. So you, you got to tell me, why, why why is Marvel shooting themselves in the foot? Because obviously everyone's going to say, oh, women make things worse. Oh, changing the race of these characters is making them worse. I mean, what what what's really going on right now? You know, it's really interesting. I think on the one hand, they are trying to compete with DC because Harley Quinn has been the best-selling comic book for a very long time right now. And it is selling to primarily female readers. Now, Spider-Gwen on the Marvel side was also doing very, very well. And this is a good thing. They even had Ms. Marvel when they uh, made the um, Arab version of Ms. Marvel. She's doing fantastic as well. I don't know. I think perhaps maybe these men are just freaking out going, what do we do? Now we have female readers. How do we accommodate them? Because you do have the very liberal side that wants to see women portrayed a certain way. Unfortunately, when you portray them in a modest way, a lot of times they get overlooked and they do get boring and they're not as exciting as characters who may be sexier or funner or more outgoing. 
Yeah, I, I mean that's that's the thing about Harley Quinn because when you look back at her in the '90s, she wore the you know the tunic, and now she's like barely clothed half the time in her own series and Suicide Squad. And then you look at Carol Denvers, who's who's Danvers, who's getting a movie pretty soon. She's gonna be the actual Captain Marvel instead of the alien Marvel. And uh, you know, one minute she's in like a a swimsuit type of costume, and now she's wearing kind of like a a jumpsuit type of thing. And it's just like, like, I feel like no one can be happy with anything that's going on. Do you think that's ultimately going to be good down the road? Or do you think we're just, you know, we're, we're basically trying to, you know, tear apart our characters and make some type of like Frankenstein out of this. So hopefully it can sell because it seems like this can't make anyone happy. They're either too sexy or they're too modest. There's no middle ground. I mean, do you think that's just a problem with female characters specifically? I think it's a problem with people who don't read comics, who want to be offended by everything. And I know you do a lot of political talk, so I'm sure you talk about that a lot, that people come out of the woodwork and they're offended by this. And this looks mean here. But as a cosplayer, this is going to sound really screwed up. But what cosplay girls do a lot of times, they do turn everything into a slave Leia version. They, they turn Disney princesses into a slave Leia Elsa or a slave Leia Tinkerbell or a slave Leia uh, Snow White. They turn all the, a Star Trek dress into a Playboy bunny. So they turn, I've seen Disney characters turned into Playboy bunnies too. So women are taking modest characters and sometimes not as modest, and they're turning them into different forms of sex slaves. Why? Because girls like attention. I've cosplayed Slave Leia myself. They like the attention. They like what it gives them. Then they bitch when they get the dick pics. I mean, you, you shouldn't be posting dick pics. You shouldn't be sending those things to girls. But I think that what that tells these companies is, okay, good, we have a market for sexy women who have exciting lives and women want to read about these things. And that's why they do have Harley Quinn. As a matter of fact, it's not just sexy women with exciting lives. They like women who are cute and fun and sexy and silly and get attention. And that's fine. It's okay to have your preferences, but then you have the super liberal side that says, that's not right. You shouldn't be showing Power Girl with that much cleavage. Go put her in a burqa. How dare you put her in a burqa? Because you're censoring her. Make up your mind, people. So you've got these poor companies trying not to get sued for uh, being cruel to women, while also at the same time trying to cater to an untapped market who wants to be involved, who wants to buy, who wants to get in, get in on this. Does that make sense? Yeah, that, that makes perfect sense because it seems that, you, you know, you, you just can't win. Exactly. Yeah. Kara, we're going to keep this conversation going, but first we're going to go ahead and hit our first commercial break. Folks, hang on tight. The conversation continues right back after this. The voice of the Liberty Generation, Remzo W. Martinez. Take the show on the go by subscribing to the Rimza Republic on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play, and YouTube. Don't be left out. 
Hey everyone, the Johnny Rocket Launchpad is Liberty. Each week we strive to bring you the best guests in talk radio. The Johnny Rocket Launchpad delivers weekly interviews of noteworthy politicians, experts, and activists. The Johnny Rocket Launchpad is bringing the party to the Libertarian Party and launching ideas in your direction. Check us out at johnnyrocketlaunchpad.com. You can hear me, Kurt Nelson, and the beautiful Heather Nixon talk about the ideas of liberty, rock and roll. Hey guys, Tim Preuss here, and I wanted to take a minute and invite you to stop over to PreussPodcast.com and give our show a listen. We've got in-depth commentary on the issues that matter to you. These hookers. <laughs> fucking whores are out there. These They're... hookers, man, I tell you. Yeah, that's like the most contact I've had with the hooker. Is <laughs> them yelling at them you. yelling at me on Twitter. <laughs> We break down the most pressing issues of our time. This what? large lady with like tight clothing on. Not appropriately linked tight clothing either. And we get the most intelligent analysis from friends of ours like Jeffrey Tucker. Uh, you pulled over engine trouble and, and what happened, what happened? Uh, I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's, uh, oh, I, oh, God. Seriously, though, we love putting on a show that both entertains and educates. We're growing, and we'd be thrilled if you joined us. Check out PreussPodcast.com for more. That's P-R-E-U-S-S Podcast.com. Make sure to visit LibertarianWingMedia.com where you can find articles written by libertarians all over the world on all of today's issues. Check out our podcast network with monthly and weekly podcasts. Check out our Libertarian t-shirt store with t-shirts like Make Markets Free Again and Make Markets Not War. And you too can become an author at Libertarian Wing Media and write what you want, when you want. Just email alexmerced at alexmerced.com. Thank you very much. Welcome back to the program. We have AZ Power Girl on the line, continuing the conversation from earlier. So, Kara, one thing I constantly hear from primarily mothers regarding this topic of, you know, whether women in, you know, entertainment or, you know, specifically in comics and stuff like that, they're too sexy or they're too modest. It seems that the one, like, I'm going to say it's kind of like a cop out. It's, you know, how, how are younger women going to take this in? You know, what what image are you sending to our daughters and everything else? And, and when I hear that, my biggest thing is this, you know, your, your five-year-old daughter should not be reading Suicide Squad. Your 12-year-old You're daughter should not be wanting to necessarily dress like Power Girl and stuff like that. I mean, it's, I, I just feel like they're finding a problem out of nothing, kind of like what you mentioned earlier. Oh, I absolutely agree. If your child is mimicking Harley Quinn, you didn't do your job as a parent, and it's funny because they blame comics, but I know of more young girls who have watched Suicide Squad than have read a comic. So first of all, if your children are reading comics, good for them. They're reading. And that's great because we have a big problem with illiteracy in young people in this country. So they use some big words in comics. I encourage kids to read comics. Uh, but I will tell you, I've worked enough events that a woman will come up to me and rave about 
how much her daughter loves Harley Quinn and show me pictures of her four or five-year-old daughter in a cut-off half shirt, tiny little booty shorts, dressed as Harley Quinn. And they don't even understand. You've seen the movie. Harley Quinn is a domestic violence victim. Yeah, there there is and no yeah. love story there. It's abuse. It is absolutely abuse. Now, the reality is when you start looking at books that women read, they do read stories about women being abused. No one ever talks about the, uh, you know, the novels that women read, you know, the dirty romance novels that have Fabio on the cover and all of that kind of stuff. Nobody ever talks about that. That is some raunchy stuff. But they get they they give it to the comic book companies. They give it to uh, DC and Marvel and any of the other companies that put something out there. Once it becomes popular, it's going to become a uh, a target. Exa- and exactly, I think they need to recognize that they are being targeted, and they need to ignore it. And when a comic book cover comes out, like The Killing Joke, when that came out, and it was Batgirl with Joker with his arm over her shoulder and a, or it was a gun to her head and he had made like the smile on her face out of blood and she was terrified. Women had a huge fit. It was about rape. It was about this. It was, guess what? Spoilers. He shot her. So, you know, nobody complained about the cartoon that came out. No one came complained about the animation that came out. Or even the story. They didn't like the cover. Why? Because for a nation of supposed freedom and liberalism, they sure won a lot of censorship. And I think they just want their voices heard. Yeah, I mean, that. I just, you know, and I completely agree with you. I think people on the left and people on the right, they tend to cause problems with everything because they just want to find outrage about something. But, you know, I, you know, <laughs> I feel bad because I'm targeting, you know, moms, for example. But I mean, I heard this one mother at the local comic book shop that I go to here in Lynchburg. And while I was uh, checking out the DC rack, I heard her talking to the store manager and she was like, you know what? I feel like comic book companies have an obligation to society to put out family friendly content. And it's like, no, they don't. They, they don't have an obligation you know what they have an obligation to? They have an obligation to the people that are actually going to buy their stuff. And lady, I didn't see you with anything. You just walked out with nothing because that type of content isn't being marketed towards you. And, you know, to DC's credit, they have an entire line of children's comics. So does Marvel. They do. Yes, absolutely. And I know my local comic book store has an entire children's section where you can buy My Little Pony and you know, whatever they sell, uh, adventure time and all of these other things. It is available, but if you don't buy it, if you don't vote with your wallet, then they have no incentive to pull it, put it out. Exactly. And, um, I I mean, it just, I just feel like female characters specifically are under so much scrutiny. And we, we've touched on this numerous times so far, but at the end of the day, why do you think female characters have it so much harder? Is it just because they're women? Is it just because of the social stigmas? Or is it, I don't know, or are people just 
do do people secretly hate female characters? I mean, I, I just don't know which way to put it. I think people love female characters. I think that men love female characters. I, I've had friends in the past that were artists or aspiring artists. Uh, and uh, they would say that when they were young, when they were in school, you know, when they were in elementary school, if they were seen drawing, drawing a girl, they were teased. So it was a matter of society, which I think a lot of it always comes down to. You're teased for drawing a girl. Well, my husband is known for drawing gorgeous women. That's what he gets paid to do. He draws beautiful women. And I cosplay powerful, beautiful women. That's what we do. Um, and I've had mothers, you know, hold their children's eyes and walk away. I really do believe that a lot of it is society. I think people do love women characters. I think they are under so much scrutiny because of the societal issues we have with sexuality. Now, as a cosplayer, a uh, quick story, I was at a convention and I ran out of uh, a certain print and I sent it into a local print store, which is nationwide, which I have printed these prints nationwide at this same chain. And I got there and the cashier told me that they weren't allowed to print it because of the content. They felt it was risque. Nothing was showing. Uh, and I've had actually more risque things printed by the same company. And I asked to speak to the manager and she put the manager, she, she tried talk to, talking to the manager over her speaker and the manager refused to come out. And at the end of the day, it's crabby, insecure women who tear down other women. So if you feel like crap about yourself as a woman and you're taking it out on other women by discrediting them or shaming them because you think they are more attractive than you, that is your problem and that is the problem with why women cannot get ahead in our society. So do you so think it's, that, I'm sorry to interrupt, but do you, do you think it's women who are the biggest culprits in this or men, or do you think it's a mixed bag? I think it's women. I think it's absolutely women. You know, women say, oh, men like big boobs. Actually, if you look through history, men will look at any boobs. They don't care. I know plenty of flat-chested women that are getting laid and that have men and that are happy and their men love them and are happy with them. Look at Playboy throughout the years. Actually, Playboy tanked when Hugh Hefner's daughter took over. And you would think, well, don't you want to support a woman doing things? Well, wouldn't a woman know what a man wants? No, women don't know what man, men want. They think they do. But really, all they know is what they want what, you know, what, what makes them insecure, what makes them feel good about themselves, you know, and all that back and forth. So I really do think that women are just shooting themselves in the foot. I think if we had more beautiful, sexy women characters that were, you know, that were flawed, because you got to have some flaws in your characters or you're going to hate them, you know, but also that had good personalities and good stories they would do wonderfully. You look at Amanda Connor and Jimmy Palmiotti. They've been working together for years. She drew Power Girl for years. They actually did uh, The Pro, which is supposed to be coming out. And a lot of people had a lot of issues with that, but a woman was involved in the process. So what are you going to say? It's like she was giving them the, you know, a female blessing. 
Exactly. And we shouldn't need that. But unfortunately, that's where we are in our society. And I, I just hope that we can move past that one day uh, to make us all stronger as people and as a country. And, you know, I understand the idea of having family friendly content and it is available, but not everything is family friendly. And it's so funny. I've had women, like I said, grab their children's eyes and turn them away from me. And my first thought is the first thing that that child saw in its entire life was your vagina. And I'm the one corrupting your kid. (laughs) And then you put your your boob in his mouth. How is this my issue? Besides, (laughs) most likely the kid's just probably going to look at you and be like, oh, my gosh, that's Wonder Woman or oh, my gosh, that's Power Girl. And that's exactly what I get. And I do have a lot of families who are fans of mine. I go to a convention and I hold their babies year after year after year. And it's like, oh, your baby's like four now, you know, and it's a wonderful family event and it's a family time. And nobody's worried about a little extra cleavage here and there, except for the insecure woman who seems to have her issues be everyone's problem. Quick anecdote here. I was at a convention and a woman comes up to me out of the blue and she was an older woman and uh, had a few pounds on her. And she said, honey, as beautiful and sexy as you are, one day you might get fat. (laughs) (laughs) And like, do I know you? (laughs) Like, That's random. (laughs) I, I, I mean, what's what's the threat there? I mean, it's. I mean, I mean, it's like going up to an athlete and saying, you know what, Apollo Anton Ono, one day you might break your ankles. I mean, it's just that's just worthless. Oh, my gosh. And it's mean and unnecessary. We need to build each other up. Uh, heck, if I were <laughs> you, I would have been like, you know, one day you could lose all that. Eh, who knows? Oh, yeah, I kind of I kind of threw that out there and she's like, well, I, 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 like, uh, huh. Oh, my uh-huh. Lord. Yeah. Anyway, folks, we're going to go ahead and take our final commercial break. Hang on tight. The conversation continues right back after this commercial break. We'll be back shortly. Stay up to date with the latest news and updates by visiting remzorepublic.com. Make sure to subscribe to all the podcasts on the Libertarian Wing Media Podcast Network on Google Play, iTunes, and Stitcher, such as the Alex Merced cast, with interesting interviews with interesting people every week. Breaking progressives, spending time every week breaking down left-wing narratives and showing what's real and what's fake. Economics Why Not, a weekly look at economics and applying economic principles to daily life. Better Today, a weekly podcast where we take a look on ways to improve your life and be better today. Libertarian Commons is a podcast where we play audio from the video archives of Alex Merced from his videos dating back to 2008. Liberty Public Access, a podcast where anyone can submit an episode. Submit your episodes to Alex Merced at alexmerced.com. Have you been wanting to start your own podcast? Then subscribe to Podcast and Logging Tips and Tricks, a weekly podcast about how to host your podcast, how to produce your podcast, and how to market your podcast. 
We'll be adding some monthly podcasts to the lineup soon, including Make Markets Free Again, a monthly look at what's going on in markets and regulation all over the world, and the Free VST podcast, looking at free VST instruments for electronic music producers. Listen to these podcasts by going to libertarianwingmedia.com or subscribing on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. And if you enjoy the podcast, tell your friends and leave a positive review on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. touch on something you brought up towards the end of the last segment you know we we should be in a we, we should try and promote a society where you know we're not necessarily inclusive but we're tolerant of each other and we're comfortable with who we are and we don't have to constantly tear each other down but you know you know i i do agree with you that we should point out characters with flaws i mean um you know one of my favorite comic series right now and i don't collect a lot of marvel these days because i think marvel's really been destroying a lot of their characters but i like the new she-hulk because, you know, it, it touches the topic of PTSD. And, um, you know, I, I've been looking around and I saw that Valiant did a series called Faith, where they had an obese superhero. And just out of curiosity, I went over to the local comic shop owner and I was like, hey, how's that selling? Because it's a large woman that's fully clothed. And uh, it's, you know, it's just that. And he was like, well, no one buys it. And I was like, who's your best-selling female comic book series and she was like well it's harley quinn and i mean that that said it right there but you know it's like a few months ago um uh amy schumer was in the lead to play barbie in the barbie movie and they had a whole thing about inclusion in that film and then after her terrible show on netflix came out um i mean she she left that project as well and you know regardless of amy schumer it shows this you know, people with flaws in terms of, you know, comic book characters with flaws, in terms of your marketing characters with flaws, do you really think people want that? Or do you think they want the escapism of, I want to be Batman, or I want to be Superman, or I want to be, um, you know, perfect looking like Wonder Woman or something like that? Do they really want flaws? They do. And uh, that's, I think, I think you brought up something very good here. You know, you brought up all of their physical attributes. Batman is flawed because he's obsessed with the Joker because he can't have a normal life because his parents died. Oh, that. And recently they exposed that he was, um, you know, he was a attempted suicide survivor, which I mean, you know, I'm not usually into, you know, retconning stories, but I mean, watching that, I was like, oh my gosh, this is, it's an incredibly touching story. And I know people that will really identify a lot more with Batman now knowing that. So I, I guess I did kind of contradict myself there, but I mean, keep, keep going. Uh, well, and even Superman, you know, his entire planet is gone. And I'm assuming that under the Trump administration, he's concerned about deportation. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, he is flawed. He has a hard time having a relationship with anyone uh you know being clark kent is actually he is superman and being clark kent is more of his secret identity and trying to fumble with that and trying to come to terms with that look at peter parker we talked about him last time he's broke 
he's sitting there like, I'm glad that, you know, I guess I'm a mutant so I can heal because otherwise I don't have medical insurance and uh, I can barely get a job. And Oh, he's responsible for Uncle Ben's death and the death of so many other people like Gwen Stacy. I mean, he's yeah, that he he's like the definition of a flawed hero. I mean, even Iron and, Man's an alcoholic. Right. And that's what I mean by flawed, that they are not perfect Boy Scouts. I mean, Superman kind of had that for a while, and that goes into a whole other thing with how they pushed off Billy Batson and all that years and years and years ago in order to get Superman to become like the most famous guy here. But people do like some depth to their characters. You look at Wolverine and uh, his issues. You look at uh, Storm. Even she has issues. Rogue. Rogue can't touch anybody. Uh, so, you know, Jubilee was a homeless young teenager. So that's what I mean by flawed. And people like that. If you don't have a little bit of these flaws, then they don't have they don't really have a, a noble reason to do what they do. Harley Quinn is terribly flawed. I mean, she's a victim of domestic violence. And and like I said, our, our society, all they see is this cute little bubbly girl. They don't see that she's a doctor and that she's been abused by her boyfriend. They say, oh, what a sweet love story. Would you want that love story? That's disgusting. Where, where's the she love She disappeared for a year to have a child. Exactly. He's abusive. I mean, he sold her to Deadshot. You know, I mean, is this the kind of love story you want? Of course not. If these things happened in real life, you would tell her get out of there. You would take her to a shelter. Uh, you know, you would. This is not a love story. This isn't something to revere. But it kind of gets all matrixy when you start thinking that humans need some of that drama in their lives. So let's keep it healthy. Let's read about it and keep it there. I mean, you look at women in their soap operas. Comic books are animated soap operas. So why is it okay? For your soap to be on TV all day long with these uh, extravagant people who are often wealthy, who are being raped or beaten or married 17 times or, you know, trapped in the Amazon rainforest or uh, accidentally having sex with your husband's twin brother or whatever weird stuff goes on in these shows. But people have an idea in this country, especially that if something is animated, that it must be for children. Yeah, I guess Family Guy never got that memo. <laughs> no, it didn't. And people, the thing is, Family Guy, they got a lot of flack at the beginning and they pushed it and pushed it and pushed it and pushed it and pushed it. And people finally got it. So I think it's still the same thing. People need to be kind of retrained that, hey, just because this is animated does not mean it's for children. Exactly. To kind of wrap things up, what's the biggest message you want our viewers to go home with? Because we covered a lot of material, but I think it comes down to just this one thing. We, we just need to kind of get over ourselves to an extent. We do. Don't be such a prude. Think about how your children got here. And, uh, Enjoy things for what they are. If you don't like something, don't look at it. If you do, then uh, support it and fund it and keep it going. If you want to see more family-friendly comics out there, buy family-friendly comics. 
Exactly. Speaking of funding and going out for the content you want, um, I know you have a new photo book coming out. How can people check that out and follow you on social media and see more of your work? Uh, they can go to facebook.com slash azpowergirl or azpowergirl.com. Perfect, perfect. Kara, thank you so much for coming on the program. It was an absolute blast, as always, having you on. Well, thank you for having me. It's always my pleasure. Awesome stuff. So, folks, you heard her. Go out and support the things you want to see more of. The ultimate vote is the vote with your dollar. And if you want to see more, you know, risque stuff, get more of that. If you want more family-friendly stuff, get more of that. But stop ruining the fun for the rest of us. I mean, for the love of God, stop ruining it. I don't like the new Iron Man series. Not because it's a black woman who's Iron Man, but because I only like Tony Stark and I'm not interested in the new character. That's it. I love Miles Morales, who's a black Puerto Rican Spider-Man. I mean, just, you don't, I mean, if you don't like something, it's that simple. Why are we, why, why, don't find controversy where it's not there. Speaking of which, if you want to invest in something great, you can go ahead and share the show. You know, subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, tune in. Um, Blueberry or Blueberry or I don't know how to pronounce that. It's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y, that whole thing. And if you can't find the app, platform, or network of your choice, go ahead and find us at remsorepublic.com slash podcast. As always, be good to yourself, be kind to your neighbor, and tune in next week. I'm Remso W. Martinez, America. Good night. Stay connected to Liberty's Rabble Rouser on Facebook and Twitter to stay up to date with the latest episodes, blogs, and other available content. What are you waiting for? Thank you.